this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> and we are back again with This Was Rad Podcast. I say it at the beginning of the time, just in case you're a new listener. For the old listeners, what are we? The only podcast with two 30-year-olds that watch 80s movies and make a teenager watch along with us. I know I have scoured every podcast about movies on yep. iTunes. Every single one of them. Only podcast that has two guys in their 30s that make a teenager watch them and review them. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Mo, and I know that soon we'll, ha- we'll be the only podcast with a 30, a 40, and a teen. <laughs> well, if we make it three more years, I will be proud to say I am a 40-year-old man and a 30-year-old man who make a three years... I'll be 18. With the last bastion of Wait, no, 19. I'll be 19. Yep. And then from then on, it's all downhill for you. Bills. Like, <laughs> I'm not in debt already. Hey. And what a job market you're going to come into, Willow. Wow. Well, hey, hey. It's I already improving. I literally just bought a $50 worth it's of pallet. It's already improving, Greg. The Cheeto has spoken. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so great. Huge. Okay, Huge. so... As long as he already called the president a Cheeto. Have you seen that picture where it's like a bunch of like saltine crackers, an Oreo, and then the Cheeto? It's like our presidents. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's, that's that's not that bad. I like that. <laughs> it was Funny. hilarious. It was good. So, uh, so, but we are not. This was political. This we are. This was no, rad. No, not really qualified for that either. So that is yeah. catchy. I mean, no. I get all my In political fact, influence from BuzzFeed. We didn't even watch a political movie. Literally. No, we, we did Silent not. Silent Rage from 1982. We did. Silent Rage, Chuck Norris movie. Um, now, last time we were discussing how uh, Delta Force was like his big movie. And before that, he did a lot of smaller. I mean, honestly, Chuck Norris, agree or disagree, he accidentally became a star. Because he was doing low-budget movies like this. For the majority of the late 70s and early 80s, it wasn't until 85, 86 where he really became Chuck Norris, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I remember anyway. At least I kind of know who he is. I mean, it's in this, so this Silent Rage, a Columbia movie, I did not realize it was Columbia, but um, yes. some quick interesting tips about this movie before we really get into it. This was the first movie that his production company made. This oh, was he had Chuck his own production, company? production company, Top Kick. And this was the movie that they made. Oh, I didn't even know it was his own. It was Top Notch Taken. I, <laughs> I think he just wanted kick in the title. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. <laughs> just It's Chuck Norris. I kick. That's what I do. So, like a donkey. Uh, anyway, uh, Paul. Yes. Uh, hold- what do you remember about this movie as a child? Uh, one second. Oh, by the way, okay. I, I want to get to the description of this movie for when we start. Um, so I'm not, oh, okay, okay. I'm, so I'm let's, not, let's hold off. Yeah. I'm not like, too. I'm not like, uh, texting anybody. Um, oh wow. That's a longer one than I remember. Oh, anyway, there's a few. Yeah. There's anyway. Few so them. what do I remember about this movie? Uh, big fat goose egg, Greg, because I didn't even hear about this movie until, until you told me, um, like I said, when I think of Chuck Norris, I think of the big movies that we, we went over in grave detail in the first one. 
So, I, honestly, I had never heard about this movie until you said it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what about you? I always remember um, the bar fight, the like the bike going through the window was always a big one. Okay. I always remember the very end where the guy gets thrown down a well. Yes. Those are probably the big things, I think, that I remember. Um, okay. I don't remember Clayborn. much about it. I think I've only seen this movie like once before. So. Okay. Where Joe gets thrown to the well. What? Norris Claiborne, Joe gets thrown to the wall, well during an eclipse. Okay, well, not my, not my, I, when I think of wells, my go-to is Baby Jessica. Oh. Or Coraline. Also, also big in the 80s. You know where they stomped on the key and then threw it down in the well? Don't remember that at all. I remember Thanks. poor Baby Jessica having to come out of the well in that little stretcher and it was all very sad and everyone was crying. I don't know why, I, I remember, didn't remember um, about Moses for a second. Moses came out of the well? <laughs> no, he came Moses, down a river. Yeah, he came out of the well to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. I have parted the Red Sea. Moses, that's a well. I need glasses. <laughs> I was like, what you talking about? So, uh, when I was in the 80s, I always remember Timmy had fallen down a well and Lassie had to go get help. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Hansel and Gretel, question mark? I thought they fell down a well. That, no. that is also possible. Oh my goodness! When SpongeBob was thrown to the down into the wishing well, and he like kept digging for magic, and Squidward was like, "That's stupid." And he got pulled up, and then eventually SpongeBob found the magic, and they're like jumping on rainbows, like they found like some drugs. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if what you're talking about half the time is real or not, but it I is. do want to see everything real... you talk about. Do you want to yeah. watch the episode? It's such a good episode. No, I don't. Not even a little bit. All right, so Willow, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb here since your dad has never seen this movie. That you've never seen this movie before. Actually, I've seen it 35 times. Thank you, Greg. Oh, well, um, when you hadn't seen it, what did you think it was going to be about? I didn't know the name of the movie. He just kind of put something on, said it was Chuck Norris. And Hold on. Today. Now, we we almost never do this. So, uh, one thing that we usually don't do on this, we typically don't do a lot of, like, trivia on these movies. We really don't give, like, IMDb rundowns or wiki entries because, honestly, I, I want to talk about the movie, not about all the background stuff. Right, right, right. But I have to read this description to to preface this movie we're oh, about yeah. to watch. Ready? This this is amazing. the Amazon streaming Okay. A crazed man who has killed a number of people with an axe is arrested by the small town sheriff, Dan Stevens. But this is no ordinary psycho. And he breaks the handcuffs and head for the hills. The sheriff finds that he must destroy the murderous killer has been made indestructible through genetic engineering. That sounds absolutely amazing until you find out how luckluster every single one of those points is. (laughs) Heads for the oh, hills. Yeah. Heads for the hills. He doesn't even make it out of eye line of a stop sign. <laughs> my my favorite part is you do not even need any of that. You just need the tagline, which is science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him. <laughs> it's just, it was amazing. It's that just, is the greatest tagline I've ever heard in my life. It is awesome. So anyway, Willow had no idea what she was getting into. No. That is very interesting. So anyway, we're just, we start the way you should never start a movie with somebody waking up. Yeah. You have the bad guy whose name is uh, Kurt John John Kirby is his name. I'm glad you got waking that. I, I Honestly, I just called him the ugly, quiet guy through most of this movie. Now, again, like I like I talked about last time, where you have this, this one in, in, in Delta Force, you have this one scene that's just so incredibly well done that it like kind of blows your mind. The first five minutes of this movie... 
are a uninterrupted, no-edit Steadicam shot. He wakes up, goes downstairs, passes a bunch of people. He's renting a room at this house. There's like three or four people that are staying there. The family with a bunch of kids. It follows him down around people. He picks up a phone. He's talking to somebody. He's moving around on the phone. The camera's floating around him, showing different scenes that are going on through doors that are positioned at different areas of the room. I don't remember this part. Then the he first, goes outside, grabs an axe. This still hasn't cut. Oh. He comes back inside with the axe and chases this woman up a stairs. Still hasn't cut. A guy tries to intervene. He kills this guy, special effect, completely in the shot, and then it finally cuts. It's amazing. The technical proficiency in that scene is mind-blowing. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I, I Seriously, it, it is... It, I, I was like, oh my god, they haven't cut. And, like, there's, there's a ton of blocking. It's crazy. So here is where I'm going to start what I ended up calling this movie melting pot of of rage where it literally takes parts from every good movie you've ever seen oh oh and yeah puts they do. them all together almost like <laughs> almost like a boggle with yeah, all the no, letters no, no somebody <laughs> someone was writing this movie and they were just like they they must have just every time they it's got a checklist stuck, just, just written down rip off the shining rip <laughs> off the shining rip off the shining because it it is no. like you have you have the axe and then uh, punches through a no. door and then his face Hold shows on. up. Hold oh, on. True. No. I'll tell you why. Because when I saw that scene, three movies that I thought of through that whole thing. Um, steady cam shot. I also noted that. Halloween. Opening of Halloween. Okay. Oh, oh, absolutely. The exact Halloween same thing. Um, Shining. I absolutely yep. got with the axe of the door. And Psycho, where he's just a little yeah, okay. off and yet he's in this like normal scenario. My... Right off the bat, what was the phone call about that just... Because he doesn't say anything. What was the phone no, call? He just, he, did just, it... he just says, like, I'm not doing well. I'm not going to make it. But it's like, but he didn't call the doctor. The doctor called him. Right, right. I don't, so, I don't know. I, so anyway, you have this unbalanced guy. Kills uh, two people with an axe in the house that we see. Yeah. Uh, the cops show up. Chuck Norris just walks right in. No <laughs> yes, yes. Nothing. I was waiting for him to get in. an axe on the face. Movie's over. Like, he does... And, and you know what's great? He walks through nonchalantly, too. It's not like uh, I heard screaming or anything like that. It's all like... Right. Eh, well, let's see what's, uh, what seems to be going on over here. That's a lovely vase. Boy, sure. Uh, uh, what do we got in the cupboard here? <laughs> uh, a lot of Hormel chili. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know what? I'm a man of taste. I like Hormel chili. Yeah. I thought uh, he was a little a light on the old police. Chef Boyardee, uh, but, you know, hey, whatever. What's that on for everybody? I thought he was, like, the cowboy police with, like, the outfit. Oh, Is God, like he's totally the cowboy police. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that is dead um, on. Like a old Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and yeah. so, uh, again, we have this this, like, neo-realist opening where <laughs> rather than just showing him like coming in and checking out a couple of rooms we follow him for like three or four minutes yes, checking yes. every room <laughs> everywhere and then he gets to the top of the stairs and he and he sees the uh the husband is first um oh the, oh oh he, see, he sees the dead body yeah yeah uh yeah i yeah, assume yeah, is the yeah. husband and now he pulls his gun but he still doesn't have an air of caution he's just kind of no. pulled it out like I'm probably going to need this. <laughs> I think it's in my training. I'm supposed to have my gun out if I see a dead body. Uh, we'll just go for it, just in case. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no backup. Um, and then he sees the guy and he chases him. 
Yes. Which, by the way, in the description we read, chases him into the hills. The hills are a small clearing of tall grass. I would say he chases grass. him into, into a backyard slash unoccupied side <laughs> Those, That's it. Now, this is the first time I'm going to note this, and it's going to come up a lot throughout this movie. I know the movie is called Silent Rage, and that's because the killer, we find out, doesn't talk or anything like that. It's also Silent Rage in that you have all of these fight scenes with just Foley work, no music bed. No. And it is boring as hell. Oh, and let me tell you, when they finally uh, decided to drop some money on on a <laughs> budget for a score, it sounds like someone let a cat walk on a synthesizer and then <laughs> yes. shipped it back to them. It yes. is awful. Terrible. No, it literally Terrible. sounds like... <laughs> It does all it's 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 like literally like that like like somebody <laughs> dropped something on a keyboard it sounds horrible. Well, get to but you're right. It's like oh 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 air oh, er. do 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 so bad. And done. And not and not even like <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally Willow has exactly <laughs> like 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 like, like, like they call the guy in and they're like all right all right we got the tape rolling uh, hit it and he's like. And we got that one. Take one. I'm going to do some cocaine. Adios. I do like your idea that it's not even like a cat walked on a synthesizer. I just picture a synthesizer on the floor and a guy just throwing a cat at it multiple times. Yes. <laughs> and then he just kind of loops it. Yeah. Oof. God damn you it, Fluffy. You're my meal ticket. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, but during the fight scenes... And by the way, that music that comes in, that's that's during another chase scene, a la any other horror movie you've ever seen. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, primarily, I would say uh, Friday the 13th, because there's a lot of POV shots there's, in it. There's, there's a lot of POV shots. There's a lot of um, people doing things while they're being watched to build tension. Yeah. That's classic. Um, that's classic Friday the 13th, classic Halloween. Yes. You know. Any any of those like stalker movies that, yeah. that, that came out during during yeah. the the early eighties that were very popular, yeah. So um so he gets the guy, he puts him in handcuffs, throws him in the back of a of a police car. And now I want to say, they put him in the back of a car. He breaks the cuffs. Now that's unusual, but I have heard stories of people breaking cuffs before. Like like yes. it it happens with enough regularity that you don't need to be. You know, Mr. Universe to break cuffs. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he then, with one kick, kicks a door off of a cruiser. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it right. didn't take a few kicks. So either this man is already some kind of super mutant, or that car really, really needs to be replaced. <laughs> right, right. Um, hey, Sheriff, what's what's the budget for a new car? Uh, Zero. Um. Whatever we I've can got, rave it. I've got a bucket of Bondo <laughs> and some duct tape. Go at it, son. Well, we're, we're having Go to a, the junkyard and whatever runs, take it. We're having a lemonade stand. <laughs> we should be able to make oh. a good 70 cents. Go with that. Now, n- Bondo and duct tape. Okay. Okay, listen. Did I gave you the bu- duct tape? I'm giving you the budget. What you want to do with it is your, whatever, you, it's your prerogative, Charlie. Do you Charlie. think these cowboy hats by themselves? No. Uh, no. I'll tell you this. You know what I think? I think Charlie, the deputy, was given the money for a new car, and he spent it all on 1-800 lines. 
I one oh man. And then he came we, and then we he will just... get to Charlie. What movie is he supposed to be in? I don't know what it is. Not <laughs> I don't point. know either. So by the way, anyway, who is anyway, he by the way? He, he I know I've seen him before. You know, I I actually don't know. I know um, I talked about we don't do this, but I knew I recognized him from other movies. Oh, was he You know what? Movie? You know what? I know where I know him from. He was in um he was um the thing you probably know him from is he was in Animal House. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. And yes. he was he was in one of my favorite 80s movies, The Dream Team. If you've ever seen that movie, Michael Keaton oh, in the Insane Asylum. We literally with, just watched that about two months with ago. With Doc, you know, yes. um, Doc Brown. Yep, it's yep. a great, great movie. Yes, he is in that movie as well. Okay, I knew I recognized him. Um, but anyway, he's he's in that movie. Um, but they take him to the doctor, and uh, the the doctor starts... Um, no, 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 no. He he busts out, and he starts to go nuts, and they just immediately shoot him like 12 times. And kill oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, almost know. kill him. And then they take him to the hospital. And it's important that we note his doctor is Ron Silver. Yes. Yes. What is Ron Silver doing in this movie? I don't know. That OR was really sketchy. I'm not going to lie. Oh, like, yeah, Willow. Do, do, do you ooh. think they might have filmed this in, like, an abandoned warehouse? <laughs> like, it's below season one Grey's Anatomy OR. So that's your one. Below it. Hold on. She's like... That's what you're using it. Crazy. That's your one. You're done now. No more references for the rest <laughs> of the episode. wish. I'm cutting them all out. So, anyway. So, yes. I, I agree with you, Greg and Willow. Whatever budget this movie had, it went into hit, uh, Chuck's belt buckle and, and hat and, and nothing boots. else. Don't forget it went, it, it went into doing that first five-minute shot that probably took them two and a half weeks to film properly. Right. Um, and then that setup in the bar for the bar fight scene where Chuck <laughs> uses literally, like, every type of weapon he could I to guess. beat everybody up. But That's a good one. We will get to that. Yeah, so, so we find in the, in the OR that uh, uh, John Kirby is dead, but the evil doctor, whose name I could get, but I just don't, uh, <laughs> Says, oh, you know what? Uh, I got my experimental drug in the back that I've never tested on anybody. Let's let's use it on this guy because he's brain dead. You know his you know he his heart's beating because he's on life support. Yeah, sure, but... give it a shot. Yeah, let's do that. And uh, wouldn't you know it, Paul? It gives him supernatural abilities. Well, he Whoa. does. He comes back to life now. As now, as this is happening, Chuck is out front, shirtless. Um, and no. Take a uh, yes. drink every time you see Chuck Norris shirtless in this movie because it's almost all the time. There's a yes. Uh, he's being he's being looked at just to make sure that everything is is okay after that raucous of a fight. Oh um, man, yeah. Chuck is fine. Have a scratch on him, by the way. Um, but he starts. Um, and I wrote this immediately. He Chuck's getting a little creepy with that lady. Um, oh, you know Chuck. Oh yeah. You know Chuck. Sometimes no means no. <laughs> but. I, not to go to I all mean, this, Norris. This woman is is uh I think she needs to get in touch with herself and realize maybe she is worth it after all. Yes. And maybe she doesn't need to settle object. for this crazy maniac Chuck Norris character. You know what she needs in like more Oprah. Uh, you know, I would say more literally anything that's not Chuck Norris. <laughs> well, well you want it however you want to handle maybe it. Maybe not however, a sidekick. However, as we find out what she does get is Chuck Norris. Um, because a little it, vitamin Chuck Norris. Because it literally smashes cuts to them in bed. Uh, the first oh, of man. many, first, many boob shots. I was going to say, there are 
so many topless women in this movie. <laughs> well, well, you know what, Greg? Almost, <laughs> almost you... as many topless women as there are topless Chuck Norrises in this movie. Well, I Greg, didn't there. see topless Chuck Norris. <laughs> but topless you, women are you know, okay. You I don't, don't care about them. <laughs> he doesn't wear a shirt at the hospital. He oh. never wears one at his house. He's just not wearing them. Well, listen, when you have a bod like that, you let it out. You know what? I'm not going to lie. If I had a body like Chuck Norris, maybe I'd be that guy exactly. who uses any excuse to take his shirt off. Well, Craig, when you walk up you'll to... you'll have a... excessive amounts of body hair on your shoulders, too. Well, I, I, I would get that waxed, Willow. I mean, come on. It's it's whatever it's... year it is, 2017. <laughs> yeah, whatever year it is, it's that year. Yeah, that year. The year! Woo! But I'm the man-made construct, and I don't believe Remember it. when we all anyway. thought it would be, like, fantastic? Like, oh, yay, 2016's behind us. And I was like, oh... 2017, still bad, too. <laughs> yes, it is terrible. Willow's not wrong. So anyway, anyway, we, we keep cutting back and forth, basically, between Chuck Norris and this lady who are getting reacquainted, I guess would be the nicest way to say it, and the, the drug is constantly being pushed into John Kirby. Yes. And he's getting better and better, to a point where they, like, they cut him open, and it, like, immediately heals itself. Like, he's healing himself, like... In seconds, you know? Yes. This should be, like, Derek Shepard's, like, clinical trial, because, like, his other one failed. This one would really blast him up to the top. Now, now, actually, Greg, it's it's not Chuck and the lady. It's it's him and the deputy, because he goes and meets the deputy, who, by the way, I love oh, this. That's, that's I love right. the fact that the deputy is eating two burgers. Yeah, he. that's, that's and, right. He's and, in a restaurant, and there's, like, a gang now, of, like, three uh, ruffians. Now, are we... Fair to assume one of them maybe uh, likes the attention of other men. Yeah. <laughs> right. One of them is is a woman in a very low-cut <laughs> denim shirt. Well, that's because they're around her, her midsection, Greg. And, and, and no bra. No. At no. all. We find out later. Confirmed. Like, it's, <laughs> yes. It's yes, pretty much, obvious. Much to like, Charlie's amusement. Yes. Oh, Charlie. We gotta get like, to. Say, I say Charlie. nothing. But anyway, anyway, so so yeah, we're going back and forth. Giving, him. They're giving uh, Charlie the business, then they're giving Norris the business for Cheer ordering Charlie. tea. What's that? Uh, you said Chuck Norris is ordering tea, and they start yes. like giving him the business. <gasps> yeah. What if the girl that doesn't have a bra just came up to Charlie and was like, "Cheer up, Charlie." Oh, she and then does. Got her shirt off. <laughs> she does that later. No, but like, literally she's happens later on in the film. Oh, if she sang first, I don't know <laughs> if that woman could possibly sing. But... <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So, anyway, so, yes, uh, they go back to that. They, um, Chuck, you know, runs them off, says, don't let me f- see you in town ever again, type deal. And then I love this, because Charlie's like, you know, Sheriff, I'm not sure I'd be a good, I'm going to be good law enforcement. You know, I don't like violence. I love this story. I always ran away from fights. I you know, I had, I had opportunities to be in fights, but I always ran away. And Chuck is just like, ah, you're going to be a great deputy. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Wait, wasn't he a dog killer? No, hold on. That's, oh, we'll get right. to that in a minute. Well, so it all kind of leads up to this, right? They they end up in a truck. At the same time, the doctor is experimenting on on Kirby, Kirby. the whole time. It, it, honestly, it, it's very stupid. But yes, I, I would love to find this clip and play it in full, but it is long. The deputy goes, I lied on my application. And Chuck's like, oh, that's, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, I think it was pretty bad. And Chuck <laughs> Chuck's just like, well. Well, what was it? Well, I said that I had never killed anybody or anything before, and that's not entirely true. And then he tells this amazing story about a dog he killed and left it in a freezer for his mother a to find. No less. 
And I was just like, Charlie, this is the greatest story ever. Take it on the road. Yeah, it's it's literally like I got my dog dirty and I tried to clean him, but then I had to dry him. So I put him in a freezer. Yes. Then I forgot about him. And then I went back and he was like frozen solid. Yeah. And I never saw that dog again. Nope. So good. I I think Chuck cut him off and he was about to say, so that's why I need a raise because it's getting expensive to buy dogs every week. (laughs) Uh, People are starting to ask and I have to go to other counties. Uh, It's it's just a big mess. No, I th- I think it was going to end with, and so uh, that's why I was wondering if I could uh, stay at your house. <laughs> yeah, that's even better, yeah. That's why. <laughs> because, uh, you know he lives with his mom. And then Chuck so Norris after... would be like, no, there's stuff going on there. You can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. So after, after that happens, Chuck spots the biker gang that was giving him a hard time. Yes. He spots their bikes at a bar in town. Yes. And he... Is not going to stand for this, so he goes into the bar with Charlie. And the fight literally goes, Well, that's exactly right, Willow. But no music, just, Now, hold on. As they walk in, Charlie walks in, and the the lady that we've seen before in the denim vest, she just opens up her, her thing and goes, Well, what do you think of these, deputy? And Charlie is just... His hands begin to reach <laughs> out for them. That like, is not like a Frankenstein. joke. <laughs> right. And, and, and even Chuck, I love Chuck's face because even he gives them all like, oh, son of a bitch, I got to deal with this now. Yeah. Charlie, no, even, Charlie, you can't do that, Charlie. Can't yeah, do that. Ch- Charlie, go wait in the truck. <laughs> like, even Chuck is just like, I, I don't know what to do with this guy. And I, I don't want to put which, you on the board as a pedophile and then have you go out and try to protect people. Well, she is definitely above age. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, so... Uh, we have a bar fight, and Norris cleans house. He yeah, defeats he does. everybody. Um, meanwhile, Charlie is on the the uh the speaker talking with the dispatcher yeah. back, and he says, and he says, and I love this. I, they were the greatest set I've ever seen. I think I'm in love. I think I'm in love. Yeah. <laughs> and all I could think is, if she's alive, they do find love because I believe I in liked, I believe I, in a story of heart. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, and so oh, they, I thought you should have just they, cut off at a story. <laughs> they cut. They cut back to uh, uh, Kirby, who is now in like a super secret area of the hospital, and they've put him in like a uh, a track like a suit. space suit. I like, <laughs> called it a track I don't suit. Know what it is? I thought it was like a space suit, like the trainer. Okay, ones. yeah, yeah. You guys were in spacesuits. I I totally went track suit. Space suit. Greg's distracted. Sorry, my dog was coughing. I wanted to make sure he wasn't uh, freezing to death. <laughs> oh, how's she put him doing? In the, put him in the freezer. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Hold on, I'm going to put him in the freezer. Oh, how are we doing? I'm just kidding. I'm not putting my dog in the freezer. He's hey, doggy. Hi. I miss Tom. Sorry, okay. He, he, he's, he's done coughing. I just want to make sure he's not dying. Okay, cool. Send much um, love. So anyway... Okay. Now, one thing that I guess we forgot to mention is there's an evil doctor, and I guess is is Igor like assistant? Um, oh yeah, that guy is like totally fine with whatever. Whatever he, he he's the perfect assistant because he, he really is because he does this. He goes, you, you know why? Because he's like a a nonchalant. He, he's like Jiminy Cricket if Jiminy Cricket just didn't care. He, he, like yeah. he just punches in and out because because the like, guy he's constantly like Jimmy is like crickets um down on his luck brother because because he, he's constantly like oh doc I don't, I don't think we should do this and the doc's like give me the serum he's like yeah okay fine 
Like yeah, he, he doesn't know, even yeah. do it hesitantly, but but he's always got that conscience line. Like uh, I I think this is turning around wrong. I think I think we should you know re-kill him. And the doc's like, no, we, this is our greatest work. It has to get out there. It has to do well. Yeah, well, I was just throwing out suggestions. Whatever you want. Do you yeah. want a sandwich? I'm gonna go get a sandwich. <laughs> he's totally. He's like the like the one eighties. This guy pulls are amazing. They are the fastest things I've ever seen. He's just he is go with the flow. He is listen. I got a I got a boat I got to pay off. Whatever gets yeah. me through to Friday. So um, anyway, we, we but there's we another that, doctor. Then, what? There's another doctor who's he's got a real conscience and oh Ron Ron Silver right yes. is the one who's really against this. Yes, yes, and um, they actually hide it from him. Right, they do. Yes, yes. So yeah. like, does who's the attending that can just tell him no? Nope, they're done. You had your one. We're done. Yep. Nope. Attending no is a more. normal thing. Nope. I know what you mean, though. We're done. Unless you suddenly <laughs> start talking about, king, unless you start t- suddenly talking about Noah Weil or or George Clooney, and, and we go full ER. Nope, you're done. You cut yeah. off from medical references. ER. You know what? You know what we need to do? We need to start watching Saint Elsewhere reruns and just start talking about that nonstop. Doogie Howser, MD. That's a little later. I think that's post nineties. Saint Elsewhere. You're right in there, man. It's yeah. it's eighties. Anyway, doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, Chuck Norris is at home with no shirt on. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Why would he wear a shirt? Yeah. And uh, the lady drops by, wants to see him again, and do we have the world's most uncomfortable montage? <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Because he it paused. is Chuck Norris and this lady banging for, like, a whole song. <laughs> it's like two and a half minutes. Dad it's paused. weird. No, okay. Look, there are certain things I had to skip or fast forward through. A, a three-minute montage of Chuck banging a girl. Oh, yeah. N- number one thing on my list of things I want to skip. By the way, <laughs> for me, not just a, not just right, from a moral right. perspective for my teenage daughter, for me, I don't need to see that. Yeah, just as a human being. But at some point in the story, we found out that the girl that he's dating, again, um, not only were they dating before, but yes, she is yeah. the sister of the of good Ron doctor. Silver. Yeah, yeah, of the good doctor. As they're doing their montage and it kind of comes to the end, Ron goes home and he's talking to his wife and he's talking, oh, it's been a tough day. And she's like, I don't know. We have to have like a 40-minute a discussion on pizza, what we're ordering. Oh, what a pointless scene this is. And I understand <laughs> what it's supposed to do. This is the scene that's supposed to it be can- like, here's characters, get to know them because we're about to murder them. It's in every horror movie. Yeah. And yeah, it but, is. But man, does this go on? Hold for on. A while. And it gets what? It gets even more pointless because apparently she definitely said, "I'm going to order the pizza," which sounds like delivery. And it's and no, the, you can order to pick up. And, and because we've seen scenes with Chuck and the girl, we know it's like daytime. Smash cut to like midnight. It's nighttime. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. And not only is Ron, first of all, not concerned that his wife is not there. I assume they already ate the pizza because he's in I his totally boxer shorts. They had eaten the pizza, <laughs> and he was getting up in the middle of <laughs> yes, the night okay. to me eat. Too. I'm, oh, I'm not joking. I'm not me joking. Too. No, I me thought, too. Hundred percent. I, I thought, thought he was getting up because he puts <laughs> like a full salami out of the fridge, and I don't mean like oh, it's one of those little you know no. Hampshire farm salami. No, this is like a four pound salami. It's like it's the it's size kinda, of a small child. It's it, and he's like <laughs> sawing a piece off with a knife. That is, I am not, I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> you're not, it's about you're two not, feet long. Yes. And he's on a chunk off of this salami, and he eats it, 
And then, of course, he goes down into his dark room in the basement because we didn't have Which one of those. I wrote, I, I wrote, oh, okay, he's waking up in the middle of the night. He's getting a giant salami, question mark. Why is he developing film, question mark? It's like, it's like I swear, in the writer's room, they were like, oh, he, he's got to have a hobby to just unwind. What can we put in there? Ah, uh, model trains. Um, I don't know. Uh, he makes... Um, uh, baking soda volcanoes in his spare time. Uh, no, no, he's a film developer and he's got a dark room. And you know when the best time to develop film is? When you're 2 a.m. character. When you still haven't had that pizza. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and this is the classic scene. The killer shows up. The guy yeah. thinks it's his wife. It's not. Yeah. And then you have a long cat and mouse game until with Why a couple of jump scares. Why did walk out of the house? Until finally the guy gets killed. So Ron Silver is now dead. Just now, leave the house. We, now Willow. Oh yeah, that that's that's like the most logical thing to do. But but the scene does establish that John Kirby can get shot and it'll knock him over and he'll be down for about five seconds. Yeah. But then he'll just get right back up and keep coming and, and he doesn't talk. Hence the silent rage thing. Yeah. Um, now Willow, can you help me out? I, I, I remember this being funny when we were watching it. Why do I have a note? Always use your wife as bait when being chased. I don't know, but it sounds like you're oppressing women again. Not oppressing women. I don't know why I wrote that. I'm sure it was funny at the time. Um. Anyway. So anyway. <laughs> the wife. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the wife. Well, it wasn't good enough wife, for me to. The wife steal comes it. home with that fresh Sicilian pizza made with only ingredients picked that hour. I mean. Oh, yep. That's why it took four <laughs> and a half hours to make a pizza. Right. Grown that day. Um. Now, Greg, for me, now we see Chuck. Um, th- the sister has gone home to get changed. Again, just, uh, I don't mind this scene, but it, it, again, it's classic horror. It's every slasher film. She goes into the room, doesn't see the body there, once hanging on a door, like just complete oblivion to everything around it's her. It's very, yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very reminiscent of Friday the 13th where, you know, there's death all around you and you're unaware of it you know that's that's kind of the 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 tension builder and it's also going room to room and you're expecting a jump and you're not getting one so it's building more tension we get it it's fine right um and so finally uh uh she finds both bodies the the sister and loses her mind but luckily chuck norris is there and he's like what's going on what's happening and we see john kirby in the background like run out of the house which by the way i thought was so I thought I found it hilarious because he do, he does almost like a cartoon. He, he sneaks across the lawn, stops for a second, looks over where they are, and then continues. And then keeps going. Yeah, no, no. They, they they should have put in that you know like the high xylophone sound when someone's like tiptoeing away. Yeah, that's the only when thing Fred Flintstone used to tiptoe. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. They told, and then but, someone but, shouts, "Swiper, no and, swiping!" And when, and when he, when when he turns his head, it should have been that <laughs> sound effect. And then, but Greg, we are we've already established this movie doesn't want any kind of sound effect in it at all. Cat couldn't hey, we only have out. one sound effect: me hitting people and people hitting the floor. <laughs> yes, that's it. Now, now Chuck goes. He's going to go and confront the evil doctor because. He just logically knows who it is. Well, he, um, uh, you know, something, something we did pass over is Chuck has been kind of hounding them. Like, I need a body. My okay. coroner yeah, hasn't need, gotten yeah. the body. Where's the body? Honestly, so he's already suspicious of this evil doctor. 
That doctor had a two-second solution. Just tell him, oh, well, he fit as a cadaver. We're moving some organs, you know, like, practicing for, like, old med students. But no, he's, like, all sketchy about it. Like, you could have easily just gotten away. Are you saying it was yeah, used Yeah, I got to agree. I feel like well, that doctor Willow, had, had, like, seven or eight better ways to get rid of but that. But, Willow, you need doctor. to remember, and it's in the description, this is a small town with a large strip mall, bars, um, a diner which appears to be in someone's kitchen, um, yep. and an entire medical facility in this, quote-unquote, small town. Now, Small Texas town. Yeah. When I first read this, I expected it to be five buildings, a little hotel, and some genetic creature comes into it. No, th- this is like a major, uh, f- for Texas, a major metropolis. If you If you have a strip mall... You don't get to use the word small town in your description. You just don't. Big city. So anyway, Chuck goes there. He he leaves the girl with Charlie, to which I went, that's oh, that's not no. good. Poor, you and don't and Charlie even looks at her like that. He even gives her a look like, she's just sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, he literally just told you how he tried to help his dog out and murdered it. <laughs> yes. That's that's not the kind of judgment you want with the woman you're going to bring up into the mountains later. Especially after idea. he was like, did you see him? I'm in love. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and now this is where, when he comes back, he sees that he's been shot well, and stuff. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So what, what, what happens is Charlie brings the girl to the hospital. Yep. Because she, you know, she's like in shock. So, they, you know, they're going to give her like a sedative so she can calm down and sleep through the night. Charlie's over there. Chuck Norris is going to confront the doctor with the news of Ron Silver's death. Yes. So that's that's what's going on there. And Chuck Norris says, well, I'm going to go over to the coroner's office to look at what happened to the bodies of the dead doctor and his wife. Yeah. So he's out of the picture. And this is where uh, the the uh, uh, Igor sort of guy, if you will, yeah. finally takes a stand and says, okay, clearly this John Kirby individual has <laughs> gone on a murdering spree. Uh, this other doctor, like, he really doesn't seem all that interested. Literally just told me, hey, we're scientists, not moralists. Right, right. yes. And, and Igor's like... I think I'm going to have to inject this guy with some sulfuric acid with a needle the size of a baked potato, which he does. What? It doesn't do anything, of course, but he, he tried. Well, uh, sulfuric acid, of all the things that you could use, it, it was such a, it, it was such a like, hey, anybody know, um, what's something, what's something that can kill people? Uh, yeah. bleach. Aspirin, because it's the 80s. Cutting someone's head off. No, bleach. no, I'm thinking something that you would um inject them with. I found lavender bleach the other day. I was like, why does it have to be lavender? I don't know. It's in the name. It, what was the name of the brand of soap? Interruptus uh, Daticus? No, it was just like a normal thing of bleach in the corner. It said lavender. You got that right, Greg. I got it. I got okay. it. I'm, I'm Audience at home, you got it. No, they didn't. They did. You're irrelevant. That's beside the point. Jokes about sulfuric Mexican acid. Standoff. Joke Mexican standoff. <laughs> uh, I'll anyway. be on the Mexican side. That's not how that's that works. Not, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that, that, that has nothing to do. Oh, God. Here, Trump, put me on their side of the wall so I can get a good burrito bowl first. Uh, th- there's no. <laughs> 
Rio. I'll call up Montequilla. I'll, I'll, I'll get right on that for you. Kirby pops back up like <laughs> Mike Myers. Uh, Kills the talk about how he, like, jumped in front of her, but really it looks like he was, like, two feet in front of her and, like, a little to the left and she didn't see him. What? I I gotta say, I love when this, this Igor individual gets killed because this is, like, the classic they did no research. <laughs> he takes a needle and just jams him in the neck with it. He doesn't... Now, Kirby jams his needle into the guy's neck. He doesn't push the plunger in. He just jams a needle into a neck. That don't kill people. I thought he did push the plunger. No! In fact, you see it later, and it's still not depressed. Oh, man, I didn't even notice that. Oh, my goodness, when he put it, like, right behind his neck? neck? With it. While oh. uncomfortable, <laughs> it's not going to kill you. So, anyway, anyway. Anyway, the now, do- the- Kirby's basically cleaning house. Anybody he knows is just dead on sight now. Well, he goes after the... he got, The deputy's outside the girl's room. He's doing the you talking to me to a mirror routine. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. At one point, Kirby goes and kills um, the doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah. He goes He goes to the doctor's office. Yeah. And there's actually... A, what I found very funny is the doctor left initially to go look at things under a microscope. Yeah. And he's looking at all these things and he's like, of course. Of course it all makes sense. And we literally have no idea what he's talking about <laughs> and he never explains it. Well, so he, he just like figured out something amazing. And then Kirby kills him, and we never get to figure out what it is. I, and by, hold on, I'll tell you why that happens that way. Because I did not, I noted that as well, and it's all going to come back at the end. Okay. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I cannot wait for this. Yes. So uh, anyway, it's probably um, what you think. Kirby has killed uh, that doctor, so now he goes and he's going to kill. I believe the woman's name is Allison. Sure. Does that sound right? Well, Chuck's girlfriend. I wrote. I'm going to say Allison. Pretty sure it's Allison. Go with that. So, um... He chases Charlie her around. actually does his job and gets in front of Kirby and Allison. And he's hugged and to Kirby, death. And Kirby, like, picks him up and, yeah, gives him, like, the ultimate bear hug and, like, snaps does. his spine. Yeah, yeah. He hugs him to death. Yeah. Um, uh, the killer... Now, as this is going on, now, Chuck gets to the hospital. Um, he run. Oh, that's... That's... Yes, that's, that's important to point out that he got a call on the radio that all sorts of crazy stuff's going down at the hospital. And he turned around and went right so back So he there. turns around and goes back to the hospital. Now, that's when important. he gets there, um, he, first he's... Why he went through the basement, I can't fathom. I do, he's used the, the front door. The of his hospital makes zero sense. <laughs> he's used the front door every single time, but now decides to use the loading dock, so he runs right. by the assistant. It's so silly. But anyway, he goes through that. This is where um, the cat synthesizer music is starting. And oh, man. Again, yeah. Why Allison is, Bring it back. Alice is, in, is being chased by the killer. Charlie, uh, Chuck finds Charlie. Charlie dies in his arms. And he's like, I'll stay with you forever, JK. Bye. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and it, I, I do love that, that, that uh, Chuck Norris kept up his, his uh, lying, um, his, <laughs> his, his stance on lying. Like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Oh, you're dead. Okay, bye. I'm out of here now. Do you think he's left? Do you think during the, uh, Charlie's eulogy, do you think Chuck just stood there and go, well, he, he's now with his beloved puppy? <laughs> And everyone else Reunited. is like, what? <laughs> right, everyone else is like, what? Except for his mom. His mom knows. And she is just losing it. Yeah, no, she's not happy. So anyway, uh, so they go around. We've... Alice, now, I'm all for the killer getting the jump on you. They've established this, this hospital has multiple floors. The yes. elevator isn't working. I, I don't know why. I guess the gnomes just 
don't work at night. It's so stupid. Like, the buttons don't even light up. Whatever. Oh, um, they might have called a lockdown, which all the elevators would be shut down. They soon like show it in the. Movie. Who would have called it? No one would. No one's called it. Yeah, Willow. That's, I'm guessing that's like that a there are other doctors because, in this no, 34 building. No, that's the best part. There isn't. There's nobody else. The <laughs> only building. The only about 12 people. The only other staff you ever see is a random nurse in the hallway at the beginning of the movie. Maybe she. And you see, you see one random doctor that Kirby kills too. Oh, that's it. Oh. You're right. Yes, there That's is. That's it, though. That's it. Okay, you're right. There is one rando. But anyway, she she runs on the stairs. She has a choice of, you're right, Willow, a dozen floors. She picks the right one that Kirby is waiting on. Like, even I'm yeah, like, it, look, it doesn't that make trope is so stupid. She winds up in the office she of the just doctor. Kirby's the there. Uh, he's just about to kill her. Chuck shows up and shoots Kirby, like, five or six times yeah. out a window. He, like... Back far enough, he was going to falls like I don't know four or five floors, and there is clearly a scene missing because here is literally what you see happening: Kirby falls out a window, you see his body hit the ground. We cut back to Chuck Norris; he's upstairs. We cut back down to the dead body, and then Chuck Norris is literally walking up to the dead body. <laughs> yes, yeah, there, it, like with with Allison, and I'm like, no, there's that's um, Greg, not right, Greg. He jumped out the window, clearly. Obs, obs. Yeah. I don't know why. Why is this a question? No, you got me. You got me. Come on. He, he cradled Allison in his arms and just jumped out the window. Keep up. He's Chuck freaking Norris. He is. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, Chuck. Chuck. You can jump out windows um, with no no worry of threat. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't jump. The, he pushes the earth down. Yes. Right? And then it comes back up. Yes. Okay. Now, so... Uh, now we have the fights. They're fighting, and a bunch nothing of Chuck Norris is doing. They they fight. He uh, gets John uh, Kirby gets hit by a truck. Yep. He runs up to a truck, gets dragged by the truck, like he's holding on to the back. Of the well, truck. yeah, he climbs well, into the truck. Right. Yep. Climbs into the truck. So this is literally Chuck Norris's plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my girlfriend is driving. Yep. I'm driving. Yep. There's a murderer in the back seat. I'm going to tell my girlfriend to jump out of the moving truck. I'm going to do the same thing. Yep. It should work out. Not let's hit the brakes and run away. So, but you know what? It works. It paid off. So hats off to him, I suppose. Yep. The truck goes over the, you know, uh, over like the ridge of the road Uh, they're driving on. hits the ground, blows up. Here comes uh, John Kirby on fire. But wouldn't you know it? He's right near a creek. He just jumps in it. He's fine. And then they continue to fight. And now, this is what I'm curious, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you are. Is their last fight in the same place the first fight was? It's not in the same state. <laughs> it, this small town stretches. Like, because I'll tell you. No, 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 they're I, past that. Now they're in the Oklahoma no, I, no, I told Willow this. I go, look, I've already established it's not a small town. But now the hospital is just next to... An abandoned mine or... or okay, or, you know what this... Or this quarry of some sort? Small town. Like, 90% of the population is dead already. Just say, stay off my house and you can take the town at this point. Again, I come back to it because There's it's only a, like 10 people I in come this town back to and it. No, no, no. of them are dead. Well, that's, I come back to that a dozen times in this movie and that's my problem with it. There's, this, there's, there's two no extras. Scenes, there's two scenes when you see Chuck driving down... A four-lane um, um, road, 
next to a strip mall, and the only people you see in this town are the main actors and the bikers. That's it. This movie, I not to get right to the end, it would have been better if they actually shot this in a small town. It would have been. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to better. that because all that happens is Chuck Norris is fighting. They're fighting. They're yeah, fighting. Yeah. He throws them down a well, and they're like, "It's over. It's it's That's finally it. over." Yeah. Why would you assume that? Because then, as they walk off into the sunset, the camera pans down. It goes all the way down to the well. Because the movie's John, not allowed to end. Jason pops John up. busts out of the water, Jason style, and it freeze frames on the credits roll. Yes. Now, Ugh. okay. So, yes. Paul, let's just get right into it. Was this rad? Is this rad? Because I think you have a lot to say here. Okay. So, to, to start off, um, I want to get back to your eureka moment from the doctor. And yeah, I'm gonna I want to hear all I'm going to tell you how this comes into play. Clearly, with Kirby popping up, sequel. They intended this to be a sequel. I, and I'm not kidding, I think they were looking at Jason and Halloween and Kruger and all these. And I think an executive read this script and went, Boys, start working on Silent Rage 5. Because yeah, we yeah, have yeah, yeah. a series on our hands. Because they took all the good stuff from all the other movies, but it didn't look right that's put why, together. And that's why I call it the melting pot movie, because it takes all of these great elements of all these other movies, shakes them all up, and then dumps them in a pie. Except what you don't realize, it's not it's not pumpkin and spices and, and cream. It's uh, dog turds. Uh, it's a chewed up baseball um, it's grandma's wig from two years ago. That's in the pie. And that's what's left over this movie. So was this rad, Greg? I couldn't tell you because obviously I'd never heard of this. Okay. So I, there's no way this was rad or, or popular. I can't even imagine it, it. If it went to the box office and everything in the 80s stayed in the box office for weeks. This was only in three towns and only one guy saw it twice. That's it. There's no way anybody watched this movie. <laughs> it, it had a uh, ticket sale. Do you know why people to... would go to the Red Box? So that they could get the little free popcorn that that guy left in December. He's like, Merry Christmas, people. And he like taped some um, popcorn bags to them so that people would have a snack during their movie. Oh, okay. It was good. It was a nice person. So, I no, no, not popular, n- not rad in the 80s. Is it rad now? Man, I, I don't know if it's the... <sighs> Maybe you can help me out. I don't know if, if it's the temperature of this episode of podcast. I don't feel... I'll say it. I don't think we brought as much funny as we normally do. I, well, th- I was depressed in the beginning. Uh, I, so. feel like it, I feel like it was a dry episode. When I finished this movie, originally, I was actually thinking rad. And I'll tell you why. It's okay. so bonkers off the wall from start to finish. I was like, I'm going to tell everybody about this movie. Not because it's good, but because you need to see this to feel as a person you know what good cinema is. Well, what are you smoking and can I have some? I don't know. I I mean, but now at the end of this podcast, I just feel like, ah, I can't call it rad. It was just... Don't worry, Greg. I'll send some to you, too. Apparently, this was magical stuff. Through the mail. That's a federal offense, Willow. I wouldn't do that. No. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say not rad, but... Man, at, when I finished watching it, I know I said it was rad. I know I did. So I, mm, I'm torn. I'm Call gonna say not what rad. What does the tie go to, Paul? Uh, what does the tie go to? Not rad, I guess. But God, 
just do yourself a favor. Spend the five bucks and watch this movie, please, please. Or watch, watch it movie. for free on Amazon. Or Chiller, watch it for free. Yes, you did say. Seven yes. days. I did free. not know it was on Chiller, so I had to, I had to pay good money for this crap. But yeah, I, it, so so it you're saying rad? I not rad, no, but please go rad. watch it. Okay, okay, yes, okay. Is this okay? <laughs> was not, this movie don't rad? Don't fight it, Greg. Uh, I, yeah. Okay, was this movie rad? I remember it being rad. I remember there being, you know, uh, 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 people had seen it and talked about it and said it was really cool and stuff. Here's the problem with this movie. We had the same problem with Delta Force. There are two completely different movies going on in this movie. We have what could be a really good horror movie. A, like, like kind of like an, an, a monster who can't talk that can't be killed. Like, science created him? Like, that's fantastic. That's a great setup. You have, like, um, yeah, they're a little tired and worn scenes with, like, Ron Silver and, like, his wife getting killed and stuff like that. But, like, that's standard 80s horror. There's nothing wrong with that. And then you have all this stuff with Chuck Norris, like, doing karate in a bar <laughs> and Charlie <laughs> killing his dog. You have all this other stuff that makes no sense. And I think... If they had ripped Chuck Norris out of this entirely and just focused on, like, making a really good... Maybe have Ron Silver not die, but be the doctor who has to fight this unstoppable monster that his yep, rival yep. doctor created. Like, I, I there's, like, there. I think there's a diamond in here. I think if you go far enough and you chisel hard enough, I, I think they rip it, it off so, like, um, what's it called? So... Bluntly, like if they kind of subtly rips other stuff off, I, I, like they clearly agree. told this. Stole you, it. you, you could shine this turd. I think <laughs> if you tried hard enough. I really do. Um, but no. Oh man, this is not rad. Oh man, it's uncomfortable. It's weird. Uh, I think you should watch it. I think you should watch it with a couple of buddies. Um, and and have a good time because man, it's it's crazy in like a good way. But just ask them first. Do you want to oh, see no. Chuck Norris shirtless? <laughs> and if they I mean, say, but, oh, if they say yes, best friends forever. <laughs> I was gonna say find some new friends, but yeah, that works too. I mean, but but Paul, it it really is. I mean, it stands to like when you just read the description and you were like, I, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Chuck it, Norris has to kill an unstoppable serial killer. I am in. It, this it, is going to be fantastic. And like I said, and, and so when you're talking about removing Chuck Norris, I'll be honest, keeping him in and knowing just who he is in this in the context of this movie, I think does make it better because instead of oh, oh, the doctor. I'll tell you why. I think if it was a true horror movie, I think it would have been so much like Halloween and Jason. It would have been a snooze fest. I think you would have been going, everything about this movie is cliche. If it was a straight Chuck Norris movie, then it's just like every other Chuck Norris movie. But the fact that they tried to marry a, a stalker horror movie with this cowboy action f flick <laughs> almost makes it like this is too stupid not to enjoy. And I'll, I, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, ultimately, the sort of, like, glorious failure that you get is really <laughs> worth the watch. But it ain't rad. No, um, no, no. I, okay, I, I'll go see, with See, I think, I think what sets this movie apart is the fact that your killer doesn't seem unstoppable like you have in the first Friday the 13th where it's just a person. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're a person that is unstoppable. It's much closer to Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a literal unstoppable killer. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that, that you know, Michael Myers is just a person. 
you know, he seems like he's more than that. But in the first Halloween, he's just a person. Yeah, I, I almost felt like this movie was blending Jason and, and Michael Myers a lot. Because Michael Myers is a silent killer, but he's in a more modern setting in common places yeah. where Jason is always in the woods. But Jason is unstoppable. He's undead. He can't it's be true, killed, but so. but don't forget, this movie came out in 82. Jason hadn't become the undead killer of 13 sequels or whatever. He was just a guy in the woods in 82. You might have to check dates because I think I think Friday the 13th Part 3 might have been out by now. Because 80 and uh, 81 was uh, Friday the 13th Part 1 and 2. Um, let me see here again. Right now. I'll tell you what date. Um, I'll tell you Silent when Silent Rage came out. Silent Rage beats it by two months. <laughs> but it would have been in production. I don't buy it. Would have it. Been, no, no, no. It, that's the thing. You, but Silent Rage would have only been in production when part two was out. Oh, you're right. So, Damn. It's, are, we it's, saying, yeah. are we saying Friday the 13th ripped off Silent Rage? And, and, and <laughs> you know, the other thing that I say is Nightmare on Elm Street, that didn't come out until 84. Yeah. Yep. So this predates... <laughs> all of that it's kind Why of cheating i don't want to watch more nightmare on elm street <laughs> can, can i'd rather make this red now because it's a precursor I, I gotta say now that i just looked up those dates <laughs> this film is suddenly very but very they did different. it better <laughs> oh oh no no the only mo- hold on hold on hold on i have to look up when reanimator came out which i'm almost positive is after 85 <laughs> oh. so so I, I I think we've just found the Rosetta Stone ball <laughs> of a lot of horror. <laughs> we found the keystone of horror movies. <laughs> I'm changing my answer. Raddest movie ever. I'm changing it, Trad. I <laughs> do it, Greg. You want to? Totally. I was just about to say it's not rad, and I have to totally change it. <laughs> it is rad. It is. You can so, cut this out. It is so balls deep rad. I can't believe it. So rad. It's the rad. It, it is insanely rad. Every movie from this point forward that's horror that we do, we we will say, this is just like what happened in Silent Rage. This was amazing. I mean, listen, Kruger did it good, but Silent Rage was clearly it their focus. <laughs> It's insane. That is it. I'm so glad we did that. That is insane. Okay, Willow, we're at two rad. So what do you what do you say? Oh my god, not rad. Okay, anything like, that could have made it. I don't know. Like I know, like all the other things that are now based on this, but like I like how like all the other stories like stretched it out instead of throwing it all together. Yeah, Willow, listen, we're not saying this is a good movie compared no, to those just movies amazing. at all, it, but it. Can we watch yeah. Nightmare oh, on Elm Street, whatever? I want to go watch that now. Uh, Not until Halloween. Knock yourself three. out after the podcast. Yeah. No, yeah. I want to go to bed. I'm Man. Really tired. Man, that was amazing. Okay. That let's, was amazing. We got to wrap this up. Um... Mr. Bibbs, thank Mr. you very Bibbs, much. This is what you pay for, man. Uh, yeah, the moment. For, we just yeah, had it. That was, that was insane. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This entire month went into us discovering that Silent Rage... Is the is the cornerstone of of eighties horror, and and I, I I do actually want to spit out the movie made ten million over a cup over a three or four week run. Really, 
of of when it came out. That's not terrible. No, no, no. In the eighties, it probably only cost them a couple million to make. I was going to say, I bet you it was. Being, there's in, in, very in, in little. To, to, they they put nothing in the budget. <laughs> so I will I will say that it um it came out in April yep. of eighty two. So it was running up against uh, Porky's was the movie that was dominating at the box office that that month. Well, it didn't. It tried to compete with its boobage. It did. Well, man. Um, so anyway, Mister Bibbs, that's what you uh, contribute to, and we appreciate you all the time for it. You can go to thiswasrad.podbean.com and do the same for yourself Thank uh, you. if you'd like to help us out and, per, and become a patron. We'd appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, of course. Uh, you can go there. Please follow us. Please share us. Please retweet us. Uh, we would uh, love that. And comment. Send us your comments. Um, we have a yeah. couple people that comment pretty often now. Um, it's pretty. We do pretty actually. Awesome. You know. Um. You know. We one. We we shout them out a few times. Um. One of the hosts, and I, I'm terribly sorry. I'm really bad with names, but one of the hosts of Video Rangers, uh, and the actual Video Rangers uh, Facebook group. They uh, comment on almost everything we do now. Um, they've they've yeah. become really good friends oh, with us. There, it's really cool to interact with them, and I actually really like their podcast too. So yes, it's it's, it's really cool. I am I am uh, I hope they uh, continue to put out the stuff that they've been putting out because it's really good. Yes, well, I was rewatching Haters Back Off, and I feel like I should go on iTunes and then like on the little comment thing, right? Keep trying. Okay, <laughs> just keep trying. What a sick burn, Willow. Yeah. Keep trying. Uh, so Send him to the Grey's Anatomy burn ward. What? You know Grey's Anatomy? It's what? a hospital. They have a burn ward. Greg, am I going to have to limit your Grey's <laughs> okay. Anatomy time as well? Okay. Oh, I don't know. I might start dropping you know references to all the great stars that's in Grey's Anatomy, like Jackie Gleason and... Billy oh my Barty goodness! And, I was uh, totally gonna say um, one of the girls in this movie looked like um, Izzy Stevens. Like, one don't of the know who that you is. You know who she is. I you don't. Know it, who you she were is. the one that called it out. Catherine Heigl. Yeah, that's who. She's only that's, in a couple seasons. So I bothered to learn her name. Oh no! You just not. called her Izzy Stevens. Yeah, but I learned her real name. Dear God, where's the edit button? Um, right here. <laughs> Bye. What what Paul means by the edit button is booze. He drinks to forget things. That's yes, what he's looking yes. for. And he says, "Where's the edit?" Button? I find the edit button. I find the edit button at the bottom <laughs> of a barrel. So, yeah, like most of us do, Paul, what are we doing next week to round out Chuck Norris month? Okay, so we are going to cut it short by one. We'll we'll figure out next time for March Madness. Um, but we are going to do uh, which we had talked about forced vengeance um, as an alternative to um, Invasion USA. And Correct. we'll do Firewalker sometime in the future. So that is what we're going to go with next. And uh, and that's about it. That ends the episode. I was Paul. I was Greg. I'm Willow. Good night, please. Good night, guys. Good night.